0: Hello friends, my name is Todd Martin from Smithville Mennonite Church, and I want you to know that you are exactly where God wants you right now. I believe today's message is one he wants you to hear, even though it may seem a little late. You see, last week was Mother's Day, and I gave this message at my church. But in reality, every day should probably be Mother's Day. And the gift that I suggest that you give to your mother will be enjoyed as much today as it would have on Mother's Day. So I hope you'll continue to listen as I begin with a word of prayer. O Lord, we should thank you every day for our mothers. Now, help us to keep our eyes on you and all that you do that we too may be like you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, the title of today's message is The Other Gift Your Mom Really Wants. A little boy was talking to the girl next door, and he said, I wonder what my mother would want for Mother's Day. The little girl answered, Well, you could promise to keep your room clean and orderly. You could go to bed as soon as she tells you. You could go to her as soon as she calls you. You could brush your teeth after eating. You could quit fighting with your brothers and sisters, especially at the dinner table. The little boy looked at her and said, No, I mean something she really wants. Well, friends, don't take back the flowers or the chocolate, or the jewelry that you got for mom for Mother's Day. That's all good as expressions of love and affection. Your mom wants and needs your love. So give it to her. But know that when the flowers die, when the chocolate is all eaten up and the jewelry no longer sparkles, this gift that I will suggest will continue to endure. This gift is literally priceless, yet a young child or a grown adult can give it to their mother. But it's hard to do. It can sometimes seem unreasonable or even ridiculous, but your mother still wants it. You probably won't be able to give it to her quite all the time, but you better give it to her most of the time, and especially in those moments that she really needs it. And don't worry, you'll know when your mother really needs this gift. You'll see it in her eyes, you'll hear it in her voice, and if you miss those cues, don't worry. God will whisper in your ear, if you are listening to him. He will say, do what your mother tells you to. In the end, this gift says that you love her more than anything else. In fact, if you don't give her this gift consistently, no other gifts you will ever give her will matter. What is this gift I'm referring to? This gift is embedded in your point to ponder So here it is, and oftentimes I suggest people just write down the point to ponder, sort of a sermon in a sentence, uh, so you can capture the essence of what I'm going to be talking about. Your point to ponder is this. The gift your mom and God really want from you is this. Simple obedience. The gift your mom and God really want from you is this simple obedience. This is a gift Jesus gave his own mother, and we can too. So what I will ask you to do right now is just begin to think, what gift of obedience can I give my mother today? Now I'm going to ask you to open your Bibles to the first text, This is the first example we see of how Jesus gave his mom the simple gift of obedience. Now, I love it when you can open your Bible with me to Luke 2, verses 41 to 52. That that again is Luke 2 verses 41 to 52, but maybe you are sitting here listening and you don't have a Bible you can read and understand. It's okay. I'm going to read the text for us, but I want you to know I'd like you to stick around till the end of the broadcast so you can hear how I can get you a Bible. Now, I hope you're in Luke chapter 2, verses 41 to 52, and follow along as I read. Every year his parents went to Jerusalem for the Feast of the Passover. When he was twelve years old, they went up to the feast according to the custom. After the feast was over, his parents were returning home. The boy Jesus stayed behind in Jerusalem, but they were unaware of it. Thinking he was in their company, they traveled on for a day. Then they began looking for him among their relatives and friends. Verse 45, when they did not find him, they went back to Jerusalem to look for him. After three days, they found him in the temple courts, sitting among the teachers, listening to them and asking them questions. Everyone who heard him was amazed at his understanding and his answers. When his parents saw him, they were astonished. His mother said to him, son, Why have you treated us like this? Your father and I have been anxiously searching for you. Why were you searching for me? Jesus asked. Didn't you know I had to be in my father's house? But they did not understand what he was saying to them. Now here comes your key verse, verse 51. Then he went down to Jerusalem with them and was obedient to them but his mother treasured all these things in her heart and Jesus grew in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and men now one thing i hope you catch from this section of verses verse luke chapter 2 verses 41 to 52 is that your mother will treasure your obedience your mother will treasure your obedience. Now, as I pointed out just a little bit ago, verse 51 is the one I'd have you underline in your Bible. It's the golden verse. It's so clear anyone can understand it. Pay close attention to the second part of the verse. Mary treasured this. Treasured what? How about this? That the Messiah, Jesus, the very Son of God was obedient to her. Do you think Jesus ever struggled to obey his earthly mother? Now in a minute, I'll show you another time that he did, yet he still obeyed her. Now can I share just an honest moment with you? Just one child of a mother to another. Our moms can make us crazy sometimes do you know what i mean our moms can look at us and they ask us or tell us things that uh, we don't understand or maybe we don't really want to do and we shake our heads and we wrinkle our noses and we roll our eyes but then we say okay mom and we do what she asks us to do and you know what She treasures that. Now, let me be clear. She doesn't necessarily treasure the rolled eyes and those expressions, but she treasures our obedience. One thing about uh, preaching at a church, historically at, at my church, Smithville Mennonite, Mother's Day is one of the highest attended Sundays of the year. Kids tend to know that their godly moms want them to come to worship. And so, beautifully, often these obedient kids show up. Well, guess what? Your mom would be happy to see you next week in church, too. The point is still this. You are being obedient, and it matters, and your mom will treasure it in her heart. So I'll ask you again. How can you be obedient to your mom today? Now I'm going to have you turn to another text in your Bibles. Uh, You're just going to go back one book in your Bible to the Gospel of John. John comes right after Luke. And we're actually going to be in chapter 2 of John as well. John chapter 2, and I'm going to read verses 1 through 11. And I'd love it if you follow along. Let me give you just a second or two to get there. This is where Jesus, again, gives his mother the simple gift of obedience. Even though he really didn't want to at first. This is John chapter 2, verses 1 through 11. On the third day, a wedding took place at Cana in Galilee. Jesus' mother was there. And Jesus and his disciples had also been invited to the wedding. When the wine was gone, Jesus' mother said to him, They have no more wine. Verse 4, Dear woman, why do you involve me? Jesus replied, My time has not yet come. His mother said to the servants, Do whatever he tells you. Nearby stood six stone water jars, the kind used by the Jews for ceremonial washing, each holding about twenty to thirty gallons. Jesus said to the servants, Fill the jars with water. So they filled them to the brim. Then he said to them, Now draw some out, and take it to the master of the banquet verse 9 they did so and the master of the banquet tasted the water that had been turned into wine he did not realize where it had come from though the servants who drew the water knew they knew then he called the bridegroom aside and said everyone brings out the choice wine first then the cheaper wine after the guests have had too much to drink. But you have saved the best till now. This, the first miraculous signs, the first of his miraculous signs, Jesus performed in Cana of Galilee. Thus revealed his glory, and his disciples put their faith in him. Now one thing I hope you catch from this section of verses is this. Obedience to mom can lead to blessings for others. Obedience to mom can lead to blessings for others. And then I would have you consider this question. What has your mom asked you to do that could be a blessing to others? What has your mom asked you to do that could be a blessing for others. What if your obedience to your mom, that is, that gift that you can give her today, would lead to something else? What if your obedience became a blessing to others? What if your obedience, look at verse 11, reveals the glory of Jesus and helps people believe in him? Now, you might say, come on, Todd, obeying my mom can do that? You don't know what she's asking me to do. Oh, really? Jesus' mom was asking him for beverage service. Not exactly the most glorious ask. In fact, if you observe the text closely, you will see that Jesus almost did it secretly. Secretly. He didn't even get credit from the master of the banquet. Jesus did an act of humble, simple, quiet obedience to his mom. But may I suggest, it was also to his heavenly father. Now here's where I'm going to go out on a little uh, thin ice theologically, but stay with me. What if this was a surprise to Jesus. What if his mom knew better than he did at that moment? What if Mary was able to call something out of Jesus he didn't see coming, but it realigned him with the will of his heavenly father through the prompting of his earthly mother? Think about that. Uh Uh-oh. What if our moms can do the same thing with us? Friend and fellow child of a mother, can I just tell you, having a mother is a gift. And I mean that literally. Since 1973, when abortion became the anti mothermaker your life is a gift from God and your mother you should give your mother the gift of obedience. That is to the extent that it's obedience to God. Now, if you've been given the double gift of a godly mother, that is one that is following Christ, one that prays for you, one that read Bible stories to you and got you to worship on Sundays, may I say you need to obey her even more. Here's why. I believe from the witness of scripture, your mother just might be able to call you out to reveal God's glory and help others believe in him just by obeying your mother even if your mother is no longer alive, even if she's no longer with us, was there something that she always wanted you to do? You may still be able to, and I believe you should, even today. Let me pray with you. Oh Lord, I thank you that everyone who's listening to me has or had a mother, Lord, we know that uh, mothers are not perfect. Mothers uh, make mistakes. Mothers do things they shouldn't. But Lord, they're still our moms. And we're still to love them and obey them. Lord, I pray for those who are sitting here today and listening and wondering, well, how should I obey my mother? Lord, I pray that you would inspire us through your spirit and through your word today that in, in something that we've heard, either read or whispered from you, we would be prompted to be obedient to our mothers and ultimately to be obedient to you. Oh Lord, I thank you so much for my mother and for all the mothers who are listening. Lord, would you bless each one today? And for those who are children of mothers, would you help us to be a blessing to our mothers? I ask this all in the strong name of Jesus. Amen. Now, before I go, I'd like to remind you that if you need a Bible or someone to pray with, don't hesitate to reach out to me at Smithville Mennonite Church. Our phone number, and I'll give it to you twice, is 330-669-3601. Again, that number is 330-669-3601. Or you can contact us through our website, which I suppose you could just Google Smithville Mennonite Church and it'll pop right up. Or, you can go to smc585.org. Again, smc585.org. But I will tell you, like I told you uh, last week, what would be best of all is for you to just come and join us uh, for our worship time. We worship together, uh, Lord willing, every Sunday at 10.30 a.m., over at our meeting house, Smithville Mennonite Church at 6097 Akron Road, just outside of Smithville, right on 585. We would love to see you join us anytime you're able. Now I'd like to leave you with a beautiful song called Trust and Obey. And this is sung by a man named David Wesley. He was able to mix his voice together so it sounds like a choir. And I pray that you will be able to do both, trust and obey till we meet again. May God bless you and keep you. May he make his face shine upon you and give you peace. Amen. Dum dum da, dum 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 dum
1: When we walk with the Lord, in the light of his word, what a glory he sheds on us. For the favor he shows, for the joy he bestows, offer for the Jesus